Okay, three, two, one, and we're live. Welcome to the podcast, Podcasting with the Exercise Man. This is Casey, and today I'm with Kendall. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, well, let's just get right into it. I know that you've been fishing pretty seriously now uh, for like the past year. Yeah, yeah. 2018 is my rookie year in the actual tournament fishing. And so you're coming up on a year now, or you have you made that year? Yeah, it's uh. So I first started. Actually, I'll just kind of tell you the story how how it all went down. Um, in September 2017, um, I went to Flaming Gorge with Shan's family. You know, they go up there every year in September to do. Uh, kokanee fishing you know they get their limits of kokanee salmon for those of you guys that don't know yeah fishing uh kokanee salmon um you get six fish a day uh, for your limits and they just pretty much go there for three days and stock up on on fish you know so you can smoke it cook it grill it whatever yeah uh so he took me out there or i went out there with them uh stayed in this little cabin uh, it's actually more of a double wide but call it the cabin and uh, I had one rod. It was my ugly stick of rod that I spent $20 on at Walmart. And then I had a $20 or a, a, a Walmart tackle box. You know the ones you, like, you open up the top and, you know, the little tray you can, like, flip up. Yeah. But it, like, it's knocked over. All your crap goes everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You know? I had one of those. Um, and I've been fishing pretty much forever except for not really seriously like the first time ever that my first memory of fishing is when when me and nate we went to either butterfly lake i think it was butterfly lake up in the uinas yeah. and it was or you know it was uncle darren that that took us up there and it was awesome caught a crap ton of um trout um but ever since then i had my one rod you know i yeah. go here and there to like little ponds and you know, or if I go camping with my buddies, you know, my buddies from high school, um, we'll go camping all the time and I always take a fish. So you would just kind of, before you just kind of casually fish, like nothing ever serious? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing ever serious. Like I'll take Callie to, like we have a pond that's like almost walking distance from here and I'll take her there to catch some trout and she'd outfish me every freaking time and I could not figure out why. You know, (laughs) she was like, she was an awesome little fisherman. But, you know, fast forward to 2017, um, you know, going back to Flaming Gorge, it was, it was awesome. We did kokanee fishing, and pretty much when you fish for kokanee, did you, uh, did you know that your stepfather, uh, or not your stepfather, sorry, your father-in-law was really serious into fishing before this day? Yeah, or I knew, he, he's the owner of Maniac Custom Lures, and dating Shan, like, he's been doing that since birth almost so like he's he's always been in the fishing but uh yeah that one day like we caught kokanee you know we just trolling around it's not my type of fishing it's like you know trolling around going back and forth were you guys uh just on the shore then or no we were on his boat oh he has okay yeah he has a pretty good um it's not a bass boat it's like an all-species boat yeah and uh but i really didn't get hooked on it until in the evening, we'd go smallmouth fishing for smallmouth bass. And so he took us out there, and I had my little ugly stick, you know, yeah. ugly stick rod with 
like inline spinners, the stuff you use for trout. <laughs> yeah. And he looked at me and it was kind of a weird, like, confused face. He said, no, here, <laughs> yeah, take this. These won't work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it won't work. So he, he gave me one of his rods with a, a Maniac Minnow on it. Uh-huh. And those things are gangbusters. Like, they go, trout love them, freaking bass love them. Like, those things are freaking awesome. Wow. And uh, so he had me this rod and he told me to, like, we're fishing around this little island. And he told me to pat, or, uh, pitch uh, or cast um, this minnow past this rock and slowly just creep it by this rock. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, and I so he's kind of showing you the ropes at this point? Yeah, okay. kind of like, here, this is how you do it. This is how yeah. you use it. And probably around the fourth or fifth cast, I got a bite, you know. And it's been forever since I had a bite. <laughs> yeah. Every time I took Cali... I could not freaking catch I know a how fish. that feels because I don't think I've caught a fish in like the past five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's exactly where I was at. Like, yeah. I haven't caught a fish in forever. Every time I took Callie, she caught a bunch of little, you know, planter trouts and yeah. big old catfish, and I caught nothing. <laughs> so I catch this, or I hook this smallmouth, and I reel it in the boat, and I'm like ecstatic. I'm like, yeah, woo, <laughs> yeah. get it. And I get it to the boat, and he's just a little guy, like, 10 inches or something like that yeah. you know less than a pound but after that fish dude i was hooked man like we probably fished for another four hours like into the dark where it's like dark oh, outside wow. and yeah i was slaying it um all because of chance dad you know he's like here use this pitch right there and oh man we're just killing it and then coming back from the gorge i was on ksl looking for boats yeah. You know, looking for for bass boats, you know, something around the $1,000 to $5,000 range. Uh, bass boats, um, I'm trying to get a picture in my head. They're, like, kind of, like, flat, aren't they? Yeah, they're, like... like kind of square looking? Uh, no, not really square. Uh, um, so it's a V-hole, so it goes up to a point. Uh-huh. But the way that they're designed, they can they can go into, like, a foot of water, you know? Oh, uh, okay. Like a foot of, a foot of water, so the bottoms are pretty flat. Um and then they have a huge deck space where you can like walk around like and, stand and, yeah stand yeah. And, and, and fish and uh <laughs> <laughs> Callie's in the back Callie's in here shout out to Callie yep <laughs> so so I was looking for a boat but everything I was finding was like 10 20 30 100 grand for a bass boat I'm like jeez man I don't, I don't want to spend that much money and then it was Nate that told me about kayak fishing, and I was like, "Well, you can't." Because I know uh, Nathan had a kayak before, right? Yeah, he had his sun dolphin. That he was kind of getting into fishing too before you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was getting he's kind of it. on his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's the one that told me about kayak fishing, and I started doing the research on does, kayak fishing. Uh, does Shanna's dad do any kayak fishing, or has he ever done it? No, no, not at all. Uh, he's he's never. Like, in fact, like, on his pro staff, like, now, I'll get to that later. But, yeah, he's always been boats, and he's never even looked at a fishing into a kayak, but now it's kind of, the kayak fishing scene has gotten so big this last couple of years, like, you know, where the kayak bass fishing is, been, is like, the, the mothership of all kayak bass fishing. Really? You know, it's like, it's, like, it's an actual company kayak bass fishing okay um they're the ones that put on the tournaments they're the ones that kind of started this whole thing and now they're partners with flw um 
which is fishing league worldwide or something like that. Um, they're like you know Bassmaster Classic type level. Um, yeah, I was wondering, like, so in the fishing community, you have like uh, like the whole fishing community. Uh, you have um, like kayak fishing, boat fishing, uh, river fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, is there like any any animosity between like the groups? Like, oh, these are ki- a bunch of kayakers, or oh, these guys just are on boats or anything. Is it, is, does oh, that yeah. exist? Oh yeah, <laughs> really? Um, not so much on kayakers against boaters, but boaters hate kayakers. Really? I don't know what it is, <laughs> but like. Uh, we'll probably get this into it a little bit later as well, but uh, so I just got back from the national championship in Louisiana. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a boat tournament on the same day as our day three tournament or our day three of our tournament. Okay, there was like two hundred boats on that same lake, the same ones we were on, and dude, like, we we're getting birds, you know, getting like get the f out of here. Really? And, oh yeah, dude, they don't they hate kayakers. Cause uh, cause I was thinking about like skiers, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about so much nowadays because snowboarding became s- so popular now, but uh, um, I know skiers would hate snowboarders like yep. for the longest time. I think it's changed, but it sounds like kayak uh, bass fishing is getting more popular. Yeah, Maybe... it's like the snowboard of the fishing world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. I guess there's a little more style to it. I don't know, the gear and uh, probably a lot cheaper. I would assume. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of animosity. Like, there's videos on YouTube. Like, there's this one I saw on YouTube as I was going through my fishing channels and stuff. There's this this guy, he's a boater. Yeah. You know, and he's like, this whole video, it's like a 15-minute long video of him just complaining about the kayak guys. You know, (laughs) he's just like... how, why don't you, you know, be a man and go get a bass boat and blah, 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 and this and that. Shoot. And he's like, I can't stand these damn kayakers, man. I can't stand them. Freaking, I got here early in the morning. I get to, I get to my spot. What do I see? Damn kayakers. <laughs> yeah. You know, here, blah, blah, blah. You know, dude, they don't like us. That's crazy. You know, most of the time. Like, but in the, from what I can tell, like, I've never fished in a boat tournament. Yeah. Um, not until June 1st. It's going to be my first boat tournament. Um... Like, there's animosity between each other. Like, they hate each other, you know? Oh, I don't know what. I don't know what it is. It's like, I don't know, in the fishing world, it's it's, it's kind of so, weird. So, because you have your, like, casual fishers, like, hey, you might, you and your wife might go, I don't yeah. know, throw off the shore. But then, you're at a different level now. Yeah. To where you have fisher fishermen hating other fishermen, you know, which you would never imagine, you know, in a sport of, like, fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. So you were saying that Nathan told you about getting a kayak, so you started looking into kayak kayaks. Yeah. And then, uh, how many kayaks do you have now? I have me personally. I have one. Okay. Um, I kind of lucked out because uh, when I was in the market to buy one, um, I just wanted to get on on the water to fish. You know, because after oh, okay. after being on the water in in uh, James's boat. You know, my father-in-law's boat, like, yeah, it's like, I don't want to ever fish from the shore ever again. <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't ever want to do that. Like, it's still fun. Yeah, sure, I've done it, but... You do it's... have to have a lot more patience, I think. You stand there, cast out, sit there forever, reel back in. Yeah, well, it's like, and it's also the type of fishing that you want to do. What's up, bud? Um, I want my big one. Okay, hold on. We're, we're live right now. 
Okay, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so after that, I just wanted to get out on the water. I was thinking about a little John boat, you know, trying to get something like a yeah. little lund or something like that. And then Nate told me about the, you know, get a kayak, a fishing kayak. Yeah. Because every, every time I thought kayaking, I always thought like being the short little boats, white water rafting, yeah. or like the big long paddle, take pictures. You know, that wasn't my scene. Yeah. Um, and I've been a, an adrenaline junkie my whole life, so it's like every time I thought kayak, I thought white water rapids, you know, freaking yeah. that type of stuff. So when I started looking at the kayaks, I was like, oh man, it gets me out in the water. Uh, I was thinking about the, the Lifetime Tamarack. It's only like 200 bucks at Walmart. And I heard, you can't stand up in it, but it's, I heard it's okay. a good kayak to fish out of. You know, so I was looking at that, you know, and I was looking at some other, like, but I wanted to stand and fish. Yeah. So I was looking at some, some other brands and some other, you know, they cost a little, bit more, a little bit more. But one day on, just scrolling through KSL, I found my boat, or my kayak, it's a $1,200 kayak that the dude was selling for 600 bucks. Oh, wow. And I was like, dude, sold. I don't care where you live. I'll come get it. So, and he lived in, like, Malad or something. Not Malad. That's Idaho. It's like, I don't know. It's somewhere down south. Like, some oh, weird okay. little... It's like four or five hours from here. Dang. And, uh, but luckily, uh, he had to make a trip up to Linden. So, I met him in Linden. So, it's only like an oh, hour okay. and a half from here. So, and that's a... You know, I, I fish out of the old town. And you're still using that one, too. Yeah, I'm still using that one. So that was like a steal. Oh, yeah. Like, I should, uh, like, now to where the level of fishing I'm fishing now, like, I should have fronted the extra $100, because he had a, a old town Predator PDL, which is a pedal drive versus, like, a paddle. Oh, okay. Um, that, having pedals is a game changer, especially if you're doing tournaments. Oh, oh my really? goodness. Like, I should have, because he's selling that, that one for 700 the one I bought was 600 so I was like, eh, I'll just go for the $600 one. Yeah. It's $100 cheaper. Save 100 bucks. Oh, yeah. No, I should have gone with that, that pedal drive. So should have gone with when the pedal drive. When uh, you're in these tournaments, um, do you ever like get like physically tired at all, just like going all over the lake or what? Yeah, typically in a tournament, um, paddling probably about three to four miles. Um, just going to spot to spot to uh-huh. spot, you know. Uh, if I if I haven't got the opportunity to pre-fish the lake, I'm going about five miles, like round trip from one where I launched, hit a spot, go hit another spot, you know, fish, wow. and yeah, because we're on the water for, typically from six o'clock in the morning to about two o'clock in the afternoon, so it's about what eight hours or so. Wow, I don't know. Yeah, it's something like that. So it's like it's it an all day yeah, thing, all early day. in the morning to like dark. Um, not for a tournament, but oh, okay. pre-fishing, if it's just me fishing, oh yeah, I'll go until dark. Uh, so, before you go into a tournament, you, uh, you pre-fish? So what does that mean? It's like spotting out locations? Yes, that's exactly what it means. It's like, cause, especially fishing for bass, there's so much knowledge that you have to have. Like, you can't just go out there with a, like a bobber and a hook, you know, and a worm. Because where these fish are, they could be, like right now it's spring. Yeah. So in Utah, or it's April, right? It's April. Yeah. yeah they're going to be moving into to pre-spawn, so they're going to be just off of deeper points, but deeper how do ledges. You, uh, how do you find out? Like, uh, uh, studying the behavior oh. of the fish. Uh, like, are you like <laughs> looking up on Google? 
or does like each lake have different um like different uh I'm trying to think of the word um like tendencies say you you're fishing at manti and say it's like springtime mm-hmm. like oh okay it's april i'm in manti the fish are going to be in this spot yeah or it's, well it's does it get that detailed yes kind of okay um because for bass they like structure they like ledges rocks that type of stuff like uh, main lake points second point or secondary points so there's like a generalization like okay, it's springtime um the water temperature is x amount of degrees you know uh probably right now most lakes right now are probably be in their high 40s um so they're still gonna be off deep so if i'm okay. fishing right now like today or tomorrow and i'd be finding those main lake points and then going off deep because that's that's where they should be you know yeah so when according it comes to, to like science, you know. Yeah, according like, to science, yeah. Okay. So when when it comes to pre-fishing, you use that what you know, and pretty much go look for them. Like, they might not be on that one point where you're just like, dude, I swear they're gonna be here. Yeah. But they're not. And then that's when you start kind of searching for them, and then you find them, and you don't want to fish them out like you're doing a pre-fishing for a tournament. Yeah. Um. So you hook them, maybe, maybe one, maybe two. You know, and then you mark, mark it on your your map fish, or your yeah. phone or whatever. Yeah, so like I got pretty competitive on it, so I got Navionics on my phone. And I got a fish finder that has a map on it. So where was your uh, first tournament at? It was at Sand Hollow, Saint George, or Hurricane Utah, and actually, uh, in two weeks would be my anniversary, quote unquote, for <laughs> tournaments because it's gonna be at Sand Hollow. Oh, so it'll be your one year that you really dived into it. Yeah, my first um, tournament was in uh, March last year, and then comparing your first tournament to this one you just done, uh, <laughs> what were the differences between your first time and <laughs> this last time? Well, the first time into this time, well, I kind of know what I'm doing now. First one, I had no idea what the heck I was well, did doing. Did you just man. like paddle out to the middle of the lake and throw your hook? <laughs> Essentially, like I, I was yeah. asking around, you know, I knew a dude at Cabela's that fished a lot, and he, yeah. he told me to focus in certain areas. Like I didn't even get a bite my first tournament, not one, not really? a single, not even a nibble. You know, what does that do to you when you're you're so excited about fishing in a tournament? I mean, do you did you ever think, well, this isn't for me? No, I mean, I was... not having one bite, or did you still enjoy it? I, well, I enjoyed fishing because I was out there on the water. Sand Hollow is freaking gorgeous, you know. Oh, okay. Red Rock and you're in Saint George. Saint dude. George was warm, um, but I was I was getting pretty upset that I wasn't catching like not even a bite, man. I was like, what the heck? And Nate got one. Uh, oh, Nathan was there. Okay. Yeah, Nate was there for that one. Uh, we're we're planning on going there again this year. Do you ever like uh, weeks, but... in a tournament? Do you ever like? Oh, you see a bunch of kayaks heading one way. Do you ever think? Oh shoot, <laughs> I gotta go where they're going. Um, typically no, because actually that's a great example on the on this national championship uh-huh. that we just did. There's a place in on uh, Cattle Lake. It's it, it, half of it is in Texas, half of it is in Louisiana, okay. and there's this place called Potter's Point. So you were on the border then? Uh, pretty much. Okay. Well, we are more in Louisiana, but it was close enough to the border we could just oh, drive okay. there. Um, but at Potter's Point's in Texas, and our pre-fishing day, we showed up pretty early, probably about 6 o'clock, 
There's already six other dudes there that's going to pre-fish pre the same spot. On game day, on the tournament day, um, I heard, I didn't go to Potter's Point, but I heard there's 30 kayakers on uh, fishing Potter's Point. Um, some oh, dudes wow. did, you know, some dudes did do pretty well. Like my pre-fishing day, I broke my personal best twice on that same day. Uh, oh. Caught some a lot of good fish, you know, a lot of small fish. Um, my friend saw a gator. So. so for those who don't know, this tournament was the national championship. Is that correct? It is in the kayak bass fishing world. It's the Super Bowl. Wow. So what did you have to do? Is it just pay your in, or did you have to qualify to get in? Yeah, you definitely had to qualify. Um, there's multiple ways to qualify. Like uh -huh. uh, all of our, because every like almost all the states have like their own local clubs. Yeah. Like the one that I'm a part of is Kayak Fishing Utah, and to get a spot out of Kayak Fishing Utah, you had to be either Angler of the Year or Runner Up, I think. Yeah, and then first place, second place, and third place at a state championship. That's how you get qualified to go to nationals out of the local club. Or, oh, okay. if you do some of the bigger tournaments, like the KBF Trails, uh, this is how I got qualified. I went to California, uh, fished the California Delta. Uh, it was 102 anglers that was fishing that one. Oh, and wow. I, pl I placed in the top 10. Top 10 out of 100? Yeah, 102. So What, what place, what, what did you exactly place? I placed... Eighth, seventh, seventh or eighth? I can't remember now. Oh, so you had to beat out like ninety people. Yeah, I beat out ninety people, and you know, I was a, I'm a Utah guy. We do don't you, we don't get fish like that here. Yeah. So. Do, you, uh, do you ever feel intimidated at all? Like you you go say you go to a tournament and you see someone get have all this gear and um at first yeah like, I know what you're saying yeah definitely at first um. Because last, last year we fished a tournament on Manaway Reservoir. And there's dudes with, like, cameras and, you know, these awesome pedal drive boats with, you know, a bunch of, like, um, stickers on their boats and um, jerseys and stuff. And Were you like, damn, I'm not going to win this? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no. I was like, and, you know, Manaway's, quote, unquote, my, my home lake because it's only 20 minutes from here. Yeah. Um, so I typically fish that a lot. And uh, so that one, yeah, I was pretty intimidated. But, you know, now that I've been doing it a while, it's like, I'm the one that's doing the intimidating. Because, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, you know what, um, um, I got sponsors and stuff now. And so, in this sport, uh, we'll get to your sponsor here in a sec, but um, in this sport, are there, like, certain ethics that anglers do or should not do during tournaments? Oh, like, yeah. are there Are there cheats, like people that try to cheat or anything like that? Yeah, there's some big ones that have been, actually, this last year has been pretty bad about them. Um, like, at the beginning of the year, I can't remember the dude's name, but, so on our measuring boards, yeah. like on our, our tournaments, we don't have a live well, so we can't do it by weight. We do it by length. Okay. And on our hog troughs, they're called hog troughs or measuring boards, um, the first eight inches, or... Yeah, first eight inches. That's why just... you catch a fish. You you lay it down like on a almost looks like a ruler. Yeah, and like you a... have to take a picture from there. Or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you take a picture. You load it up to turnyx.com. Uh, we have an app for it, and that's how your fish is judged. But there's a dude at the beginning of the year. He cut two inches off of that white space because the the measurement doesn't start until eight. Okay. Know, at eight inches. Um. So he cut two inches in that little 
white space you know there's no measurements yeah and then he glued it back together so it looked like you know a six inch fish would be uh, an eight inch fish or yeah. a, a 12 inch fish would be a 14 inch fish um yeah he actually got he got caught got tried um self served jail time um, oh wow yeah it was a federal offense because he's you know it's a he's winning money by cheating that way oh um, yeah that's right yeah now he's a. Okay. is he banned now or oh yeah he's, he's he was definitely banned um and now he's a freaking what's it called when you, when you go to prison oh felon felon yeah and so now he's a felon because he had a felony charge he's a felon because of a damn fish <laughs> yeah <laughs> damn and there's others you he know, chose the wrong path yeah there's some other ones like there's this uh this chick not too long ago actually like a probably about two three months ago uh or no it was at the end of the season so uh end of last season okay um she was catching fish and she would hang on to the fish like put like a, a donkey leash on the fish like in its mouth yeah paddle i don't know freaking 20 minutes down wherever pull that same fish out pull a marker and like mark different you know oh. characteristics on the fish yeah and submit the same fish so she was winning tournaments that way too how did she get caught um i, I can't i can't remember the exact story but they they looked at the fish um because there's just like these weird like anomaly anomalies yeah anom- what are they anomalies yeah i can't say the word anyway because it looked like one should be like squishing the fish like against the fence on the bump board or yeah. on the measuring board and then so it shrink the fish probably an inch or two you know or a quarter of an inch and then take a marker put a little dot on it and then stretch that fish out towards like you know two inches longer so it looks like quote unquote yeah. like a different fish <coughs> but the pattern on all these fishes is like a fingerprint you know, mm-hmm. like at the other patterns of the fish, like, dude, that one looks exactly like this other fish that she met, she submitted. So, like, when you say patterns, you're talking about like colors or like the scales mm-hmm. or, uh, yeah, like of... their lateral lines and stuff. Like, they're oh, all okay. different. It's like a fingerprint for the fish. Yeah. And so, if somebody caught on to it. It's like, there's no way the chick's winning every dang tournament. Yeah. And so they looked into it, and yeah, sure, sure shit that, or sure as crap, they freaking caught her cheating. Another one was a dude. Um, cut the tail off of a bass or found one or something and then he'd put it on the ho- on the board where the where the fish's tail would be yeah and it cut this cut tail or put this cut tail longer um and just cover the cut part with his hand so it looked like it was like he's holding the fish down on the ruler yeah he's holding the fish down and on the ruler he has a piece of a tail from a different fish from a different fish and then he would stretch that that cut tail to gain like two inches, three inches. I, I guess and he got caught too. And he, I, he got a felony charge as well. I guess cheating in this sport is pretty serious because of all the time that people take in and the money they spend to, you know, show up or drive out there, and then you just have someone cheating. Yep, it's pretty terrible. Um, let's talk about the Super Bowl of fishing. Yeah. So you went to Louisiana. How far away? Is Louisiana from Utah? Uh, it took us 27 hours to drive. Twenty? Did you guys stop at all? We stopped once. Um, it was probably about 4 o'clock in the morning on the way out. Uh, I don't even know where the heck we were. We were between Albuquerque, New Mexico, and somewhere. Wow. And like I passed out. Like I was the passenger at this point, 
And I was trying to stay awake, you know, because the driver's staying awake. And we were planning on stopping in Albuquerque. Yeah. Just to rest up for a little bit. But, man, I was like, my contacts were jacked up. And I kept closing my eyes because it hurt. And then yeah. closing my eyes like made me tired, so I, fe- I fell asleep. And then, yeah, so we just pulled on the side of the road. And just slept in the... Yeah, we, yeah, we slept for like about two hours. And after the sun came up, we were rocking, ready to rock and roll. So we, we made the rest of the drive. Uh, have you ever been down south? Uh, yes. Oh, with Army or... Yeah, I've been to Mississippi, Georgia, Florida. Oh, you've um, been in all those states then. I've been, yeah. Louisiana, I have not until this trip, so... Um, what... So how many states did you drive through? Um, hell, let's see. We got Utah. So we went through Utah down to... Or a corner of Colorado... So, Arizona, Colorado, oh no, you know, yeah, New, New Mexico, Mexico, Texas, and Texas is a big, big state. In yeah, you, so you, one, did you two, drive through the whole three. length of Texas pretty much? Oh yeah, it was, yeah, and there's a whole lot of nothing in Texas. So like that's the hard, drive that we did. That's man, probably the like, hardest part of the drive yeah. then. Uh, yeah, we, we kept ourselves entertained. So. Uh, who was with you? Um, so my teammate, uh, Aaron Mathis, uh, she's a female, a female angler, which there's not a whole lot. She's that. appeared on your Instagram live videos. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's in my Instagram live videos. We're both on the Maniac Customers Pro staff. Um, and I, I first met her at the Sand Hollow tournament last year. And then ever since then, like... Did she know Shanna's family at all, or... Um, no. Not Shanna's family... Like directly, but yeah, she's she was friends with a couple of other pro staffers from Maniac, like uh, Tim Rawlings from Idaho, um, Dustin Stewart that uh, lives here, um, and what does it mean to be uh, sponsored? So you're an official sponsored angler. Yeah, and um, I got more sponsors coming. Really. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Wow. So, how does how does one go from having a Walmart pool, you know, just a dinky little Walmart fishing <laughs> pool, going to? I do you get free stuff at all, or? Yeah, but I I don't like getting the free stuff. Like I feel like I I don't know. For me personally, I feel like I'd be doing something for it. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, at first he gave me just a, a pretty good discount on on lures. Yeah. Uh, even though it's Shan, you know, it's Shan's dad, so it's like, uh, oh, you need lures? All right, I'll just go. I'll go package some, you know, and she'll bring back bring a bag of lures, and or uh, I'll be talking about a tournament or something, and James will be like, here, try this. Oh man, they love this down there. Here, take this with you, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so he'll he'll give me like I don't know, hundred dollars worth of lures just for free, just to. Ooh. Because he wants uh, me to win. Did your, how happy did your father-in-law get once you really got serious in the fishing? <laughs> was that something like he really enjoyed? or? Well, he has four daughters, no sons. <laughs> yeah. Until me, it was him and his wife and four daughters. And then uh, Megan, Chan's sister, had, also has three daughters. So, until, <laughs> No grandkids either. Oh, grandsons. Yeah, yeah, no grandsons yeah. until Zay. Um, now Zay's here, it's like, you know, it's like us three, you know, yeah. um, against like, oh, I shouldn't say against cause 
But in a way, it is kind of against. <laughs> kind of is, you know. So yeah, so we we talk fishing every time we go up there. We're always talking fishing, talking about different techniques, the stuff that he used. Because now he's he's one hell of a fisherman. Like to every so he he'll take me up to Idaho every so often to fish. Yeah, uh, which has way better fisheries than Utah for whatever reason. Um, you know, I'm I'm pretty confident when it comes to fishing now. Like I feel like I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty decent. You know, okay. uh, I got the national championship out of 461 or 71 anglers that were qualified to go. Um, I ended up 155th place. So, so you considering beat out quite a bit of people. Yeah, and being only one year into the game. One year into the game. Well, less than one year. Yeah, and you know, I beat out dudes like Dwayne Taft and. Uh, some other names I can't. Oh, AJ. I can't remember his name. Now. Are these like well-known fishermen or? Dwayne Taft was the champion from last year. I, oh wow! I, I beat him this year. So, um, so you know, no, no disrespect to him because he's he's you know talked to him on the lake. Man, he's a he's a great dude. But it should be an accomplishment because <laughs> you know with his it, accolades, it made me feel pretty good. You know, I was pretty upset because I should have been in the top 100. I had a crappy day too. But, you know, when I, when I found out that I beat out, like, uh, my buddy Jake, um, I, I met him down there. Uh-huh. Uh, he's on the Old Town Canoe Pro staff. Where is he from? Pennsylvania. Okay. And, uh, you know, talking to him, he's just like, dude, man, freaking, it's all good, bro. Freaking, you beat Dwayne Taft, you beat this guy, you beat this guy, you beat this <laughs> guy. Like, you, got, Holy crap. you beat this guy. I'm like, okay. No, I'm a Utah dude, man, freaking. Yeah. You know, our biggest fish is, like, little dinkers to you know compared, down comparably there. yeah so when you uh, arrived in louisiana was there anything that stood out to you because you never been to that state before um not really stood out it was did it look out did it look like texas at all uh no the main state of texas is a whole lot of nothing in all directions <laughs> yeah like nothing there's nothing no mountains no trees just nothing. flat yeah just nothing. terrible and, uh, and it's, there's a part, the part we drove through, man, it stunk so bad. Like, it smelled like cow crap. Yeah. But typically cow crap kind of like brings me home, you know, for, oh, Woodruff, you know, oh, I love it. Yeah. Place. So that, like, smelling that here or anywhere else here, freaking is like, oh, man, I love that smell. Right? Yeah. Man. Reminds you of, uh, Woodruff, yeah. Yeah. And, but man, we're driving through t- this, this one, I can't remember what part of Texas, but there's one part of Texas we're driving through and holy crap, dude. Like, Aaron wanted to pull over and throw up. Oh, my god! And gosh. at first, I was like, oh, it's fine. But after, like, two seconds of it, dude, I could not breathe. <laughs> wow. It was so bad. But Louisiana is just, no, it's like, uh, I was kind of used to it because all the travels I've done through yeah. the military, through the Army. Because I've been to Mississippi and Georgia, and, like, it's really, really green and really wooded. and Yeah. Like, you drive down the highway... They got highways. Uh-huh. Like we got I fifteen. Yeah, they have highways. Like it's just two lanes. You know, you're past, you're going seventy past a semi, going seventy the opposite direction. You know, so it's kind of crazy that <laughs> way. Dude, that um, sounds scary. But it's like trees lines the tr- lines the road. You know, so yeah. you can't really see anything past that that line of trees. Um, the water is definitely different because here in Utah we have. Typically, it's pretty clear water. You can see yeah. three, four, five. If you're Sand Hollow or something like that, you're seeing 30 feet down. Yeah. Dude, the visibility there is like six inches. Wow. And the deepest part of the lakes are like 
12 foot at max, you know, if you're oh, lucky. Oh, really? So, so they're the, pretty shallow then? Oh, yeah. I was looking at your pictures on Instagram and some of the ones you posted on Facebook, and it almost looked like that this tournament was like in a swamp. Oh, yeah. Like with the trees coming out of the water. <laughs> the cypress trees. Man, if I ever see a cypress tree ever again, it would be too soon. I don't... I, well, I, I guess trying out. to fish, would that, is it always just getting caught? <laughs> yeah, I lost a lot of lures. Um, you know, trying to uh, cast into the tree. But, or, you know, hit the base of the tree and let it sink down. Yeah. But Caddo Lake is a, is a famous fishery. It's like... You know, the Bassmaster Classics fish there. How big is it? Like, does it compare to a lake uh, in Utah? Yeah, it's huge. Cattle Lake is huge. It's freaking giant. Um, like except bear, it's just like shallow. Like Bear shallow. Lake giant? Um, probably, actually, yeah, pretty close. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty close. Like, if you look at it on the map, how would someone probably bigger. How would someone not uh, get lost in there? Um. Well, oh, like in the cypress trees. Yeah. Well, that part. Oh man, that's the story. So let me tell you the story. So we get so day one. Uh-huh. So we show up on Friday night. Okay, that's when we showed up. Uh, we didn't start fishing until Sunday. So we're looking through maps, pictures, you know, trying to do research and on where to go fish. In our minds, it's like, oh, this looks really bassy, right? There's got to be a lot of bass in there. And this is a, this yeah. is the Texas side. And so we go to this place, and it's actually a, a kayak ramp. Like, it's built for canoes and kayaks, and, you know, not okay. so much for boats. Yeah. Um, and they have these, uh, and this is like banjo playing, freaking, <laughs> yeah. if you hear banjos, man, start paddling pad- away <laughs> type crap. Get, you know? out of the, get out of town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was, <laughs> it was so creepy. Like, the, the water moccasins. Like, they climb trees, and they fall out of the tree into, like, people's boats and stuff. And they're pretty poisonous, aren't they? Oh, yeah. I got a picture of a, a water moccasin on this, like, rusted-out barrel that was, like, probably from me from me to you, and I didn't even see it until, yeah. like, until I got past it. And I was like, dude, I just went past that thing. But, uh, yeah, so that part, actually, the bass fishing there is crap. People, like, we ran into a dude later that day. Yeah. Told him where we went, and he's like, yeah, people don't go back there to go bass fishing. Um, but it was probably one of the coolest paddles I've ever done because they have these license plates, like these old license plates, like bolted to the trees. So you can actually like, kind of guide your way through these oh, cypress interesting. trees. Oh, interesting. Okay. And then when you get out to like the main part of this arm of Cattle Lake, cause it's on Cattle Lake. It's just like the northern part in Texas. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was cool. Freaking there's, have you ever seen Swamp People on um, Discovery Channel? Oh, Yeah. So, yeah, where they hunt alligators and crocodiles. Yeah. yeah. So they had those. They look like five fifty core, like parachute core, like in uh-huh. the water, and that's how they catch their gators. They were everywhere back there. Like there's some. Like I'm, I'm pretty dang sure there's gators like on these lines. Cause well, while like, you were out there, did it ever cross your mind like, crap? There's gators out here. <laughs> did that, oh like, yeah, scare dude. You at all, or? Uh, I took. I took both my pistols <laughs> with me, oh, shoot. my Glock 19 and my 1911. Um, I Just took both in of case. Those. Yeah. Hey, do you have any more of those? You want to hook me up one? Dude, my mouth is so dry. I know, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, guys. Um, yeah. Ah, dude, thanks. Um, yeah, dude, like, it's, it's creepy. Like, my buddy Charlie, he caught a picture of a seven-foot gator that was probably, I don't know, 15 feet 
Like wow. it was on just it was just swimming right on the edge of the cypress trees. Um, I didn't see a gator while I was there, not one. Aaron saw one, like a little baby one. Charlie saw one. Um, pictures were posted on the KBF members only page about gators all, all over the place. I didn't see any. What uh, were there any precautions? So like before you go out in the water, there are they like, hey, don't go this place, or um, and I was like, all right, good luck. Pretty much, yeah. It was like we didn't. Like, even talking to locals or, I don't know, like, it's just an everyday life for them, so it's like... Yeah, in, in tournaments... Them, don't freaking, don't mess with them, they won't mess with you. In tournaments, uh, being knowing that it's um, so competitive, do people not share information with the, with each other? Nope. Because <laughs> like, usually, uh, guys, like, say you go to the lake, you're shore fishing, mm-hmm. you might yell to the guy that's next to you, hey, what are you using, or... Uh, what are you throwing? Yeah. Yeah, not not during game days. Game days, just uh, zip it. It was so here in Utah, like our community in the kayak bass fishing world, we were like a huge group of friends, like really nice to each other. Uh, yeah, there's time okay. like for the state championship. I think. So. Oh, thanks, dude. For the state championship, uh, we we fished Pine View, you know, Pine View Reservoir. Yeah. Um, it was so low, like all the structure that we we're trying to fish it, it was dry. Yeah. So the one piece of structure that we can find, there's four of us fishing it, and you can kind of see it in my video on YouTube. Um, it's like me, Joe, like Nate and Logan. What is your YouTube channel? Just so oh, my uh, YouTube, uh, yeah, Shameless Plug. Okay, my Shameless Plug is uh, YouTube Pirate Bassin. So pirate, like, you know, because I'm a pirate nerd, okay. and Bassin is B-A-S-S apostrophe N. Okay. Uh, I only have like four to six videos on there right now. Uh, my California video uh, is probably my best one. Uh, you know, uh, uh, viewers. And that was on the Delta, right? That was on the California Delta. Okay. Uh, there was a bunch of cursing in there, so if you don't like swear words, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, just right. put it on mute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can put it on mute, or just you know, just take it with a grain of salt. It was a really frustrating day, probably. No, it was probably the best day of my life <laughs> oh, up to that point. You just like f yeah, f yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, I was. Yeah, I, yeah, that's okay. where I'm at. Uh, in Louisiana, were there uh, were you guys like the only Utah? Yeah, the only you uh, was just the two of you. No, so uh-huh. it was me and Aaron, uh, and then oh, you guys drove together. That's right. We drove okay. together, and then it was Charlie Cayman. Cayman freaking rocked it. Like his day one sucked. Yeah, his day one, his day two was pretty good, but day three, he um, made it to the day three. Then well. Day three, the, those of you guys, or those that didn't make it to the top 100, still was able to fish for Big Bass Brawl. Okay. So whoever, whoever won the Big Bass Brawl still got a paycheck. And my buddy came in, and he found he, he pulled out a seven and a half pound, I think seven pounds, oh, wow. seven and a half pounds, something like that. Um, and it came out to 22 and a half, three quarter inches. So he won three grand on catching big fish on, on day three. Yeah. I made a poor decision. Uh, me and my boy Jake, uh, we decided to go to the Red River, uh, try to cash in on the Red River bounty. If you pull the biggest bass out of the Red River, it's fifteen hundred bucks. So we're like, okay. oh man, two birds with one stone. It probably hasn't been fished a whole lot. Yeah. Um, but we didn't spend a whole like we didn't pre-fish it at all. Thanks too. And uh, we kind of pretty much threw a dart on a board, essentially. Uh, and I kind of threw a dart a dart at the map. So, all right, this is where we're launching. Yeah. So, um, we did hear it was pretty good there, but at the same time, man, we didn't, I didn't, I didn't even get a bite that day, so. Um, so you made, you made it to, what, day two then? Yeah, day two. 
Yep. How many people were knocked off after day one? Well, days one and two, everybody fishes. Okay. And then the top 100 move on to day three for the championship. And what? So, so what place were you again? On day one or day two? Uh, day two. Uh, going into day two, I was sitting in 109th. So you were pretty close. If I had a if I had a limit like I did the first day, I would have been in the top one hundred. Really? So you were just nine, yeah, nine people. I was nine places out. Yeah, and then I got I got dropped down to fifty or one hundred and fifty fifth because that day like that day two sucked. Like I didn't catch a fish until about noon, and it was just a little thirteen inch. Oh wow! You know, one inch because how the minimum, frustrating does that get? Well. Wait till the video pops up. You'll see, <laughs> okay, yeah. see me almost break a rod on the line. Yeah. I was pissed, man. Would the viewers have to mute that one too, probably? I was... So I missed the fish, right? Uh-huh. And it's been a couple hours since I had a bite. And it was a big bite. Like, it was north of five, six pounds. Like, wow. like it, it was a good freaking thing. And then... it, I don't know. It, it came off the hook or something, and... I took my rod and I was just hitting the water. I was like, mother bleepity, you know, <laughs> yeah. modern son of a poop stick, you know. <laughs> yeah. But different words. Wow. <laughs> so I was pissed, man. Or mad, you know. Like, stink, man. It, it was. And then that led to um, poor, making more poor decisions. It's kind of like a domino so, effect, probably, huh? It really was, because... It seems like once you're doing good, you know, I'm assuming, but... You know, things start to go good, but once you, if you start bad, it seems like it ends bad. I don't know. Yeah, because all week, like Monday we, or Sunday, we didn't catch anything. Like, I didn't catch a bass at all. Yeah. Um, because just the spot. But then that Monday before the tournament, you know, I caught eighty six inches. You know, for for my top five biggest fish. You know, a couple twenty and a half inches and nineteen. And those were your that was personal my- records. Yeah. Okay. So that put me in uh, fifth place after Monday because I was also in a, another tournament at the same time. It was the KBF Louisiana State Challenge, which okay. is like an online tournament that lasts the entire month. Um, out of 108 anglers on that, I was sitting at fifth place after the day one of pre-fishing. Oh, wow. Um, and then all said and done, by the end of the month, I'm sitting on 11th out of 108. So, um, so you're. It seems like you're placing pretty high. Yeah. Like, and you've only been doing this for a year now. Yeah, so I didn't com- know what kayak bass fishing was until. So compared to your very first fishing first uh, tournament and to this last one, how how would you rank yourself like growth wise, like one out of ten? Oh man, like ten. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, ten. Like, because when I, my very first tournament, Sand Hollow, it was March last year, um, I thought it'd just be something fun to do, you know? Yeah. I saw, saw it on Facebook and talked Nate into going down with me and, uh, or vice versa or something like that. Or I, it was more of like a mutual, yeah. yeah, let's do it, you know? It's like, if you and, go, uh, I'll go. Um, yeah, pretty much, you know, and didn't catch a fish, but now I got, you know, I'm sponsored by Maniac Customers. Um, people are like, oh, that's because it's your brother-in-law. No, it took me a year <laughs> yeah. to convince him of doing that. You had to get his trust first, right? Yeah, you know, I he... think it was the California Delta. When I placed 8th place out of 102 people, 
and 90% of them are from California. Did he bring waters. Did he bring it up? Like, hey, you know, I want to sponsor you. you. No, it was jokingly at the beginning of the year. It was like, you know, talking about pro staff positions and stuff. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you should have a kayak division of your pro staff. You know? <laughs> yeah. And jokingly, like, throughout the year, I was like, no, seriously. What, what do you think? And he's like, oh, I don't know, whatever. Because he's, 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 he both. hates kayak fishing, right? No, no, <laughs> okay. he doesn't. Okay. Um. He's just, he's, you know, he's known boat, you know, boating tournaments, you know, freaking like the FLW, MLF, Major League Fishing, you know, the ones you see on ESPN, right? Yeah. And, uh, um, and after he, what we did in California and Aaron winning Angler of the Year for Utah, um, pretty much was like, oh, and like his cell is like, freaking up after we started talking dudes, you know? Oh really? Oh, Did you yeah, talk to people in Louisiana about uh, oh, yeah. maniac lures and? Oh yeah, that's the only thing I was catching them on. Is oh maniac. wow! Yeah, the maniac salt stick. Like I, I threw yums, I threw or yum dingers, I threw this other brand of of a uh, like a, <coughs> a worm, like a plastic worm. Yeah, they couldn't catch any of those, and the only reason I was throwing those is because I was out of my freaking maniac. <laughs> oh yeah. You lost them in the trees. <laughs> lost them in the trees, lost them on fish, you know, because um, we're fishing hard. Yeah. And then I got five, or Aaron hooked me up with five of them. The second I put a Maniac salt stick on, boom, I caught a fish within like three or four casts. So, so if anyone's listening and they're curious about doing some fishing this summer, Maniac Lures is the go-to then? That is, yes, that's a staple. Like, I don't use other plastics. I don't use any other brand on plastics. It's wow. been 100% Maniac because, like, they just work that well. They're awesome. Like, ask Nate. He has a whole bunch of crap. Guess what he's <laughs> yeah. catching fish on? Freaking Maniac lures, man. Yeah, he's that's been what, doing that. Fish on. He's been doing the tackle box, getting that thing once a month, and yeah. So he's he's got a lot of stuff. Yeah, but he's. I think I turned him on to that Maniac brand a little bit more. Now he's still gonna get other stuff, which you know, but by all means, go for it. Yeah. But once you start catching big fish on the minnows and the you know the cutter bugs and salt sticks, man, like I don't know why you use anything else. So what's next now? So uh, you finished this tournament. What what are the next tournaments coming up? Uh, April twenty seventh is Sand Hollow. That's my next one. Uh, I was trying to go to California this upcoming weekend for a tournament, but I got I have a business conference I got to go to in Vegas, so I won't be able to hit that one. Uh, I think I'm going to be hitting a California tournament in July. That's another KBF trail. Um, camera, what, like, I think it's on Comanche? I can't remember. But, Okay, yeah, so it's... so if the, so the listeners, if they don't know by now, Kendall is serious. You know, it's not like a hobby. It's turned into a sport. Yeah. Um so that's pretty cool because just just this last year, you know, you barely stepped into it, and yeah. and it seems like you're going 100 miles per hour now. <laughs> and now you're sponsored. You got a lot a lot of new gear. I'm assuming probably have, better gear. So when I went to Sand Hollow, I think I had no. When I went to Flaming Gorge in September 2017, I had my one ugly stick. Right. Yeah. Now. I have nine rods, uh, nine fishing rods, and my cheapest rod's like 110 bucks. Your cheapest rod? My 100? cheapest rod, yeah. 
It's about 110 bucks. So wow. What's your uh, most expensive rod? Oh, let's see. That one's probably gonna be my 13 fishing setup. It's a hundred and so the rod itself is 110, and then it was no, yeah, 110 dollar rod, and then another hundred hundred dollar reel. So that's a 210 dollar setup. Whoa. So that's that's probably my most expensive one. And then, but yeah, it's like, but now it's like after this national championship freaking i got a lot of sponsors coming at me now like uh you met a, you just met a lot of people down there talked to them or yeah well i got um so mike mckinstry um if you're in anything in the bass fishing world kayak bass fishing world you, you know this name he's well known uh, he has his own tv show about kayak bass fishing you know it's his that's what he does like he has his tv show on outdoor network or no no or something else anyway yeah but so he he you know he hasn't promised anything yet which is i totally understand but um uh with yak gear i might be able to get on a pro staff with yak gear uh rail blazer or rail blazer um and then nate's custom baits out of pennsylvania i think they do jigs. oh wow okay and then um old town canoe like the brand of my kayak it's like you know it's it's like any other like main brands like what you see at Sportsman's or Shields or Cabela's. Yeah. Um I have a um a buddy that's on their pro staff and uh he mentioned my name to him so it's a, a good chance I'll be on their okay. pro staff as well. So my tournament jersey next year I have to buy another one cuz I have to add like four or five more sponsors. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's that seems like the ball's rolling now. Well, um I'm glad to have you on the podcast today. And I'm sure you can go like five more hours just on fishing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just know? on fishing. Heck and yeah. it's actually really cool because there's a lot, like, I don't know about fishing. I mean, you're talking about like like uh, certain spots of the lake or like rocks and all that. Yeah, it's not the throw the bobber out with a worm on it and wait. Yeah, two wait till it bobs. <laughs> yeah. No. This is your targeting, like, right now. Like, when I go down to St. Saint, Saint George, like, I'm targeting beds. Like, they should be on beds. Yeah. So I'll be see. Not everyone. And... I would say almost no anyone knows that. Um, just a funny quick story before we end. So it was me, Nathan, and Stephen. We were fishing at uh, Hobbs Pond or, <laughs> Hobbs Pond, or yeah. wherever it was, or Adams Pond in Layton. It was Holmes. Holmes oh, Creek. Holmes, Holmes Creek. Yeah. Yeah. And, it was Holmes uh, Creek. So we're out there, and then we see you come down the trail. You have your box, you know. Yeah. And you, and you, oh, and I just got done with a freaking eight-hour tournament. That day <laughs> oh, yeah. From, that's right. I think it was like starvation or something like that. I was coming from starvation. Yeah, I, I think um, I can't remember. If, I think Anna Paula was there. She was like swimming with Kit or yeah. something. Yeah. And uh, as soon as you walk, you come off the rocks. As soon as you walk down, you're like, "Hey guys, watch this!" And no <laughs> joke, on your very first cast. You caught a fish. <laughs> yeah, we were like, what the crap was that, dude? <laughs> like, I was here for like three hours, you know? Yeah, I, like, how long... Like, we got Steve in the room as well. Like, how long were you guys sitting there? Like, when did you guys get to the... Hello, guys. <laughs> <laughs> how long were you guys fishing at Holmes Creek before I showed up? We were fishing there, uh... Let's put it this way: we were fishing there all day, and then Kendall totally crapped on us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Like, yeah. even Anna Paula was fishing and she just gave up. She said, I'm going to go swim. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. I don't think Kit was there, actually. I think it was just me and Anna Paula. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember seeing yeah, Kit funny. there. I think it was Anna Paula. But yeah, first cast, I was like... First cast, and everyone, everyone's jaws just dropped. Like, you gotta be kidding me. You know what me. I caught like, it on? Maniac lore. Freaking maniac <laughs> yeah. custom lures, man. And I used it until it rotted away, and it didn't catch anything, not even a bite. <laughs> so everyone, if you're thinking about doing fishing, talk to Kendall about maniac lures. He'll, he'll tell you how to get them. And I'm right now, I want to get them. So... Um, also, another shameless plug, May 4th, um, so Aaron, uh, the angler of the year for Utah, the one I went down to Louisiana with, and the state champion, Joe Randall, he only beat me by three quarters of an inch, dang it, so I got second place uh, in the state championship. Okay. Um, they're hosting a uh, introduction to kayak bass fishing on Rockport, so at the Rockport Marina, it's totally free. Uh, we're giving away a kayak and so a lot of other good prizes. May fourth. Um, May fourth, okay. and uh, it's it's Shannon's birthday, so I'm gonna try to talk her into. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to try to talk her. Like, I it, like I'll be running. You know, if I do, if I am able to make it, uh, I'll be running the Maniac booth there because oh, Maniac's gonna cool. have an actual booth, and then it's pretty much like Mike McKentry showing up. Um, he's flying in from New Hampshire or wherever wow. he is from. Um, and the guy I mentioned earlier, he's flying in to, to help out teach. And it's like a, a bass fishing seminar. Uh, totally free. <clears throat> totally free. Uh, but if you want to be in their drawing for like the, ki- the kayak and stuff, you have to go to shootfishlife.com and just register so we can pull the names from that. Um, Shoot Fish Life is Joe Randall's um, thing. So oh, Okay. It's another shameless plug. So everyone look into that. Uh, I just want to say thank you for whoever's listening. Uh, a great podcast. And thank Kendall. And we have Callie in the room. Woo woo, Callie. <laughs> <laughs> she goes silent. Yeah. <laughs> and we even have Mike here. Ooh. Oh, Mike's okay. Mike. So uh, thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, uh, let's get this podcast rolling. We're trying to get everyone on it. So, uh, have a good night, and uh, if you want to say anything, go ahead. Um, no, that's it. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, I'm excited about this podcast stuff. I can't wait to host. That's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. Think about who you want to host, and uh, think about some questions or things you want to talk about. Well, uh, have a good night, and uh, take care. Let's go fishing.